0: hallelujah how many believe god is doing supernatural things how many believe you serve a supernatural god how many believe you're living a supernatural life come on somebody come on do you believe that god is doing supernatural things for you Come on, we're preaching about the supernatural. He takes our natural, he puts the super on it, and we have the supernatural. Praise God that he can do exceedingly, abundantly, above. Somebody say exceedingly. Exceedingly. All right, you're going to get with me this morning because we're going to get miracles, signs, wonders, healings, deliverance, prosperity. Come on, come on, come on. How many of you need it in your life? More, more, more of God, more of his power, more of his anointing, more of his help. Hallelujah. Come on, everybody ought to say it this morning. He's gonna help us. You know there, there's supernatural protection. How many know we get supernatural protection? How many are glad for supernatural protection? How many can say you've had that in your life? when something could have gone wrong, when something could have happened, and you don't know how you were spared, but somehow a protection came from heaven that you don't know how it came, you don't know where it came from. Come on, if you're born again, you've been in those moments. I remember a story from my pastor when he was younger and he was a little kid. He loved to play the piano and he had gone over and his mother had left him in, uh, in the house or he'd went out into a barn where they had a piano. And, uh, anyway, his mother was one that worked off and so she had to kind of have people watch him. And I'm not exactly sure how they were doing that, but he was left with this piano and the, and the, and the, and the lid for the piano keys had fallen down on his hands. And his hands were pinched and he couldn't get loose and he was stuck at the piano with his hands pinched. And he could have been, you know, his fingers could have been damaged. It could, all kinds of things. And the Lord spoke to one of his family members down the road that they needed to go down there and check on him. They went down the road and came in there and found him and found him with his fingers stuck. And they were able to take that uh, keyboard lid off of his fingers. How many of you know he had supernatural protection? That's happened in your life. I remember Brother Ben, when we first met him, I remember one of the first things that happened with Brother Ben is he was up with a chainsaw in a tree, and he somehow fell with that chainsaw and cut his leg with that chainsaw. And the Lord got him to the hospital, and he didn't lose his leg and kept his business and everything. So how many know God gave him supernatural protection? Some of you had supernatural protection in your marriage. It should have fell apart, should have been tore, tore apart. I, I just want to get over there because I want to get your mind into how God did something that nobody else could do. How many know our God does what nobody else can do? Come on, somebody. My God does more. Come on, more than enough. Think about a moment right now. I want you to praise him for something he did. I want you to think back about how God kept you in the middle of a car accident. How God kept you at a stop sign. How God watched over you through a tornado or a hurricane. I don't know how he kept you, but how many know God watches over his people? I don't know. Listen, I plan to shout a little bit just because I feel like it. I just feel like shouting today. I don't feel like teaching. I'm not up here to be, uh, you know, one of them teachers today. I don't have an extra blackboard or an extra TV to draw on. All I know to do to tell you is God is good. Oh, I wish I could get it into somebody this morning. God is good all the time. Oh, I don't know. See, I don't have enough shouters yet. I'm going to get there in a minute, but when I get there, we're really going to be shouting. So you better prime the pump right now. You know, when I was a little kid, you had pumps outside, and you had to prime the pump. And you'd get out there, and you'd get no water coming out. you pour a little water down in there and prime the pump. Right now, I want you to prime the pump. Come on, somebody. Prime. I'm not preaching by myself today. You may as well put on your Pentecostal. He said, put on the garment. Put on the garment. Put on. Come on, right now. Put it on. Come on, put on the garment of praise. When you leave, you're going to leave with victory. When you leave, you're going to leave with power. When you leave, you're going to leave with a word. Somebody say, amen. Amen. Shout out, preach it, Pastor Steve. Preach harder, Pastor Steve. (laughs) Has he done anything for you? I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. I'm just waiting. Some of you should have been praising him a lot more than you are right now. Has he done anything for you? Has he kept you alive? Has he blessed your life? Has he held it together? Has he made a way where there was no way? Has he done what nobody else could do? Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. (laughs) Has he done what nobody else can do? Has He helped you when nobody else could help? Yes! yes. 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 Hallelujah! You're not going to be Methodist today. I'm still waiting. Somebody in here is going to remember the moment when you thought you'd lose your mind, but you didn't. When you thought all your money was going to be gone, but you didn't. When you thought your health was going to leave you and it still came back. When stuff shouldn't have worked and it did work. When they told you that thing won't ever work again, but God said, nah, it's going to work. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. I want the whole church to shout out amen. Supernatural help. Supernatural angels. Have you ever had moments when you just knew that that the only thing that could explain the condition was it had to be a supernatural angel of God? When you couldn't explain how somebody was there and somebody showed up at the right time, in the right moment, at the right situation, and helped you when nobody else could have helped you? Angelic help. How many know we have angels that help us? I don't know what church you came from, but this is a Holy Ghost Church. We still talk about angels at Family Worship Center. We still believe angels still do work today. We still believe there are ministering spirits. When did we get away from being people that believed in the supernatural? When did we get away from believing that God is the same yesterday, today, and forever? I, I think I'm standing in the middle of a church that actually believes that. That actually says, I have ministering spirits. Do you understand they are there for your help? We have help from the Heavenly Father. We have help. Come on, somebody. Isn't it good to have help from God? Supernatural economics. You remember times when, when, when you just didn't know how you were going to pay the bills? When you didn't know how the car payment was going to be made? And yet somehow, some way. God came and helped how about supernatural health hallelujah how many believe for supernatural health how many are believing for supernatural health some of you need miracles I want to believe that I don't have to have a miracle you know my pants I've lost so much weight I used to they I I thank you I do look good Todd I, the belt doesn't fit, and they keep falling down. I'm walking on the back of it. And you say, well, why don't you go buy clothes? Because I'm still losing weight. <laughs> I, I'll just get a smaller belt. Amen. <laughs> Man, I feel great. I just, I, the, the, the Lord is my helper. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. hombre telebusch upon an Hallelujah. Oh, you may as well join up with me. Come on, we came to have Holy Ghost Church. This isn't a show. We're not putting on shows. This isn't an entertainment venue. We're not going through the motions. Come on, we're part of the family of God. Come on, somebody. This isn't just a motion we do. Come on, this is the real deal. If two or three are gathered together in my name did you know did you know he showed up with us today did you know he came through the door inside of you oh hallelujah oh hallelujah. somebody yell out i'm born again i'm, born again. I'm saved, I'm, saved. I'm, delivered. I'm delivered i've been restored shout out i'm redeemed come on somebody shout like they mean it amen In about 30 minutes, you don't have to shout no more. You can go watch football sit quietly. None of you are going to do that. I know that's not true. Y'all are going to eat your chips and dips, and every once in a while, there's going to be noise in your house. But while you are here this morning, I want you to join with me because there's something about when you join up in the message, and you come with me in the message, And you grab the stuff and we speak out the Word of God over the top of of, of the conditions. And we say what God says. You'll say unto the mountain, Be thou removed, plucked up, and cast in the sea. And if you don't doubt the thing that you say shall come to pass, you will have whatever you say. This morning, I'm trying to get you to say. This morning, I'm trying to get you to give Him glory this morning i'm trying to get you to give him some some honor i want you to give him some thank yous and some praise the lords and bless the lord oh my soul and all that is within me i will bless somebody ought to shout you're going with me because i'm not going to quit till you go i got 30 minutes to get you where I'm going this morning. i got 30 minutes for you to understand you are a supernatural person by the supernatural help of the Holy Ghost. You're not just average. You're not just normal. You're not just so-and-so. You are more than that. I am more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ. Who's Somebody shout amen. Somebody give him glory. Somebody act like they know what I'm talking about. I'm more than a copper. Come on, somebody. Shout it out, brother. Shout it out. If you haven't leaped in a while, this is your morning to leap. If you haven't jumped in a little bit, this is your morning to jump. If you never run around a building, this is your day to run. If you never raised your hands, raise your hands. If you've never lifted your voice, lift your voice. Great is the Lord and greatly. Maybe you're watching online and think, oh my Lord, them people are crazy. Nah. We just love the Lord. It's not a game. We're not playing church. Where would I be? Where would I be without the Lord? Where would I be? when COVID was going around in 2020 and people around you family members were dying around the place when issues were going on when they were telling you of the vast problems that existed and all you had was God I can tell you why you're still sitting here I can tell you why you didn't get COVID I can tell you when you got it why you didn't die I can tell you why you didn't go on the respirator I can tell you, because great is the Lord. Somebody ought to thank Him that we made it to 2022. Somebody ought to praise Him. I came through 2020. I came through 2021. Come on, somebody. Somebody shout out hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank God. Come on, act like you know He took care of you. Act like you know He blessed you. Everybody around me got it, but somehow I didn't get it. Oh no, there was supernatural help. There was supernatural power. There was supernatural strength. There was supernatural health. There was supernatural ability. There was supernatural economics. There was supernatural giving. Come on somebody. My God shall supply when you should have went broke. My God shall supply. You made it because God brought you through. You got money because God provided it. My God shall supply. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. all right shout it out go ahead go ahead go ahead go ahead go ahead go ahead i'm just praying it'll it'll sweep over here and it'll sweep over here and it'll sweep over here and it'll sweep over there and it'll sweep over there oh hallelujah i don't care if you go to family worship center you're serving a mighty god you might be visiting today. You're not praising this church. It isn't about this place. It's not about me as a man. It's the God that we serve. He said, I'm the alpha. I'm the finisher. I'm the beginning. And I'm the end. You serve a God. And you live in the supernatural. Hallelujah. Supernatural forgiveness, supernatural supply, supernatural life, with life more abundantly. I've come to find out something, though. That once, once we're saved, we can preach this and we know it. I pray to God I burn this on the inside of you. But knowing it without the character to go with it means that you inhibit the supernatural. It's available. Everything I said is available to you. Need, supply, health. One of the problems with uh, some of the faith messages that I've heard is they tend not to preach on holiness much. But the Bible said we're to be holy as he's holy. Usable that God can use us, so we're in a position of use, without things that would hinder the supernatural. There are different kinds of ways to receive miracles. There is the miraculous work of God. That happens, where you just all of a sudden are sitting in a miraculous work from God. I've seen it. I've watched the miraculous happen, where where just like the man that was seated at the pool, waiting for the water to be stirred by the angel, and Jesus came by and grabbed him. And he was healed and got up. That was a miracle. He didn't have to go through the pool. It was a miracle from God. We can find miracles all through the Bible. It describes to us a God that performs them. But if I don't get the miracle, then I have to get it by faith. I want you to look at your name and say, you got to get it by faith. That means it's about what I know. It has something to do with me. As I progress in God and as I get closer to the Lord, there's something about me that matters. That's the other side of what I see taught a lot, is that they don't spend time teaching people how to become more more holy or more like God, more usable. Holiness is not a description of your righteousness. That's not what we're talking about. There is none righteous, no, not one. We became the righteousness of God through Christ. Not discussing that. I'm discussing how you and I can walk in a place of supernatural. See, I believe everything I've taught you about this, but I also know there have been times in my life when the supernatural didn't work because something about me kept it from working. It was never God. It never will be God. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. If he never changes, if he was a miracle worker, he is a miracle worker. If he is a miracle worker, he will be. He doesn't change. Then the question has to be, what do I need to do? What am I missing? What's going on? Because I've seen God heal marriages, and yet... Marriage has to be sustained by something more than you had a miracle at a moment in a diverse time of a marriage. Listen, I've been married. This is 25 years going on, 26 years. I found out it takes more than one miracle to stay married 26 years. Does does anybody know what I'm talking about? Come on, if you're married, you know what I'm talking about. Just say it softly so your wife doesn't get mad. That's the stuff that, 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 that I want to talk about today. I want to help you understand a concept of growth. Our, our, our central core scripture is found in Ephesians 1, 18 through 23. And I'll start reading. It says, It's the eyes of our understanding being enlightened that we will know what the hope of the calling of God is in Christ Jesus, what the riches of glory and inheritance of saints is in the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe according to the work of of his mighty power which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him in his own right hand in heavenly places far above all principalities, powers, might, dominion and every name that's named, not only in this world but in that which is to come. And He put all things under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church which is the body, the fullness of him who's all in all. I love this first part when it talks about the the writer, we believe it's the Apostle Paul, writes this out. And he writes out, he says, that the eyes of our understanding may be enlightened. That we could see, see, see that we could see what we are. What, What we could see what he gave us. We could see the power of him in us. Say, it's not I, but Christ. That lives in me. Say it again. It's not I. But Christ. That lives in me. When Jesus came. He did not come to abolish the law. Now he got rid of the curse of the law. Cursed is everyone that hangs upon a tree. That the blessings. Of Abraham may come upon us. He called us. That we're part of that family. Or the family of God. That we are part of the Abrahamic blessing. Everywhere you go as a believer, you are a earth changer. Oh, I don't think anybody got what I just said. Everywhere you go, everything you do, God has called you and equated you as part of the Abrahamic seed. You're not a needy group, you're a blessed group. You're you're not a messed up people, you are an anointed people. You're not uncalled, you're called. Oh, I, I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to tell you you're part of the Abrahamic seed That's who you are That doesn't mean you know Who you are You're part of the I, I went into the you know The sumter building's going great things are happening construction workers are coming in monday. We're meeting with Rock people I'm, just excited because i'm ready to get in that building But it's dark in there, and there's a closet that you go through. There were two bathrooms back to back, one on this side, one on this side. They have six or seven stalls in each bathroom on both sides, men and women. We had torn this side out, and all I use is this side because, you know, I want a little privacy. Go over there. There's a code door on the door. So I go back there to open the code doors. I go back there to open this code door, and I walk up to the code door. I can't see the code. I'm going to punch in the, the digits I can't see him. So I have to go over to the light switch and flip on the light. When I flipped on the light, I could walk back and now what was not seen can now be seen. I was able to punch in the digits and now I can go back into the bathrooms. Because what had been dark had changed. For those of us that are trying to have supernatural activities in our life we have a situation we have to change. We have to know what the hope of the calling is. We have to know what the riches of the glory of the inheritance of the saints is. We have to know what the exceeding greatness of His power to us who believe. We have to know of His working power. And if I don't know that, and I don't know positionally where I am, then even though the supernatural exists, I can't access it. You're under, well, why, why am I living this way? See, I see people, you know, I said that the, 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 the commandments haven't been done away with. Right. When he said, my grace is sufficient for thee, he wasn't talking about Paul had bad eyes. He was talking about the empowerment of the believer yes. to achieve godly principles. Right. God has empowered us yes. Yes. not to ignore. That's right. See, we, 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 if, I, if I told you that he was a murderer and he'd pulled out a gun and shot somebody last night, You'd want me to take him to the court, put him in jail, and we would have consequences for what he did. We would say Some murdering is wrong. Killing is wrong. I don't care how old they are, how young they are. Killing. All right, I'm going to get amen there. Amen. Some of y'all didn't like what I said. Thou shalt not. We're not ignoring it. Not to ignore what the Bible said. He didn't come and give give Jesus so that we could just ignore what He said. We would expect murderers not to murder. Correct. We would expect people not to have adultery. That's right. right. Thou shalt not. We should not to commit fornication. The church is full. Of people who are ignoring what God has empowered us to overcome. See, it was real high. We're shouting and screaming. Now I start talking about living right. Oh, we want to ignore the living right part. Oh, he'll give you millions of dollars. Oh, he'll bless you. Oh, you can have a new car. Oh, you can be super blessed. Oh, you can have total hell. Oh, 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 oh. And everybody's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you say, and you got to live right. Oh, Lord Jesus. And everybody knows I'm preaching truth. Well, I love God with all my heart. And I want to lead you. I want to preach to you. But if we can see your life on a TV screen, we might not ever want to listen to it. See, I told y'all, y'all are going to be shouting today. I'm not getting enough. Amen. 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 I'm not saying that as if you are the one able to do it. That's right. Come on. Come on. There is none righteous. That's right. Amen. But I am saying yes. you have the power. To do everything God said you could do. Everything. You are to know the hope of the calling. And so the trouble here is that we don't understand our responsibility we haven't been taught it's been ignored we've not had anybody come up here and say listen God wants you to live in the supernatural however if you love me does anybody know what that scripture actually says Uh, would you quote it out for me if you love me I got about 50% of the congregation. I wonder if that means the other 50% have never heard that. (laughs) Was it never preached where y'all used to go? Was it we go up there and just fake it? We go up there and we just go and do the emotional thing. Get the drummer on the drums. The organ. That's called white man dancing terribly. <laughs> I admit it. I can't dance. My son was out on the football field. And he threw this beautiful touchdown pass. Do, 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 do whoosh, Boosh. You know how they're bumping each other, coming off the field. And he's coming off the field. And so this kid gets next to him. He's doing this, this kind of dance thing, right? And my son does it. And the whole crowd... Is he anywhere? I don't want him to be here. If he's listening, I don't. I don't know if he has any rhythm. I, I don't know if there's. I'm, I started to tell him, "Son, don't dance anymore. When you just spike the ball, kneel down, do something, but don't dance." Ah. <laughs> <sighs> Maybe, maybe you didn't know that what that person's preaching to you is absolutely true. And maybe he's afraid to tell you the truth because if he said you had to do anything, you might go find somebody else that wouldn't say it. But see, I'm not telling you this because I want to condemn anybody. God didn't come to condemn the world, but he came through that Jesus, we could be saved. He came to convict the world. Born-again believers have something on the inside that says, hey, 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 you know. And the more you serve God and the closer you get to the Lord, that works on the inside more and more and more. The Holy Spirit convicts you and what you would have done. See, you could, you could bypass that. And you could seal yourself against the Holy Spirit's help. But if you'll let Him help you, He'll fix you. Come on, somebody. He'll fix you. I mean, oh, God wants to fix you. That's what I mean by supernatural help. Not just supernatural help so that you can have help with something on earth, but help to be what God called you to be. I want to go over here. I want to talk about something that I, I think if I, if I can preach it right, and you get it, I want to talk, I want you to write this down. Write this down. The forces of liberty... The forces of liberty. There are forces of liberty for us. And the first force I want to talk about is light. Light. When I walked in that room and could not see the dial, any amount of light rejects darkness. The first thing that that happened when we talk about God in the garden, is that for the garden to have become what it was, for Him to have produced that, we go through the motions of how He did that. One of the very first things that He did, the Bible says the Holy Spirit was over the face of the earth. It was darkness. The Bible said He made light. It did not say He made the sun, moon, and stars on day one. It said he made light. Faith, the Bible says, comes by hearing. And hearing comes by the word of God. The first word there is the word information. Hearing. You have information. The word of God, black, black writing on white pages, is information. I've given you information today. If I left you at just the information then all you have is a shouting church with no depth. Trust me, we could shout every Sunday. I could get the music going every Sunday. We could run around this building, say we had good church, and learn absolutely nothing. And call it good church. But good church includes worship, but it also includes good word. Good word. And what I hear, The information. Amen. Go ahead. You can clap. Good word. What you hear matters. What you hang around matters. Amen. Amen. Truth. And so he gave us his incorruptible, eternal word. And it's information. But it doesn't have to stay information. The second word is the word revelation. It means that you heard information, but it became revelation. Now, I can get up here and preach to you about the blessings of God and talk to you about the supernatural. But if I don't ever switch on the light, then it just went in one ear And went out the other. Because it is the light or revelation. See on day one the first thing he did was bring out his revelation of the earth. What developed after that was the the outcome of his revelation. The fact is it existed in God before it existed on the planet. I don't think anybody understands what I'm talking about. Jesus was the Lamb slain from the foundations of the world. He didn't have to create the world to have the revelation of His existence for redemption. That's right. Come, on. Come, on. Come on. Amen. Come on. Amen. Come on, Pastor. That's right. I wish, I wish we could, I'll pray to God you get this. Because that eternal word existed before you were born. You existed before you were ever in your mother's womb. He knew your name. Oh, if somebody just get what I'm talking about. It'll change your whole philosophy on life. If you ever could understand that He has a plan that's prescribed in Himself that exists. And when, he bring, when revelation comes, when the eyes of your understanding are enlightened then the supernatural can occur. But without that revelation, see, the reason people struggle with salvation and they live in adultery and fornication and don't live holy is because they don't have the light necessary. Because everybody said it was okay. It's all right. Nobody ever said anything. Never, nobody ever addressed it. I'm preaching so good. But see, when light comes, that's why you've got to sit where there's light. You've got to sit where there's light. I can't waste my preaching on just the good parts. I've got to tell you how to get the good parts. I've got to help you understand what it takes for you to achieve the supernatural. And light is a key to the supernatural. I'm probably going to have to read my notes just to get through them, because but, but I could just preach all day with what's in me today. I could. I could just preach all day day. Listen to this. Just listen. Our battle is against the powers of darkness. Here's what it says. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against the principalities and powers and against the rulers of the darkness of this world. Then the battle we have is against darkness and what we have to fight it is light. Oh, if somebody get what I'm talking about. So for, for us to engage the power of darkness is to engage it with the power of light. That's how we take our territory. That's how we achieve this overcoming uh, 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 power and authority of God. The ultimate power of the devil then is the power of darkness? You see, the devil comes to what? Steal the word. The Bible says he comes to steal, steal the word. That's that's his. He comes to steal the word, because in the word, even though just black and white, it's information. But if it ever becomes, oh, oh Lord. What you think is going on in politics and all this stuff is just some marginal thing and it's just people's feelings and all this stuff. There is a spirit of the Antichrist that wants to marginalize the Word of God and defame what the Bible says. It ain't just happened It ain't just happening. They're just talking. People just running their mouth. No, no, no. There's a spirit behind this called Darkness and it is to keep you from getting the light if all the kids know is the darkness and we don't give them the light then all they know all they live in is the darkness they don't have the revelation they wouldn't know what truth is they wouldn't know how to handle it because if you take away the word what have you got personal opinion. If all you have is personal opinion, then you don't have God's information. It is God's information that makes the difference. Amen. Amen. You shall know the truth. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. And it is that truth. Glory! truth that sets you free oh there's a truth that'll make you free there's a truth that will take away bondage see when he says the anointing breaks the yoke that thing that's got you in bondage when you get the anointing you get so full of the power and presence of god that thing will snap off of you because it can't withstand the power of the growing anointing on the inside of you I want you to shout out, I'm anointed. anointed. I want you to say, if the eyes of my understanding could be enlightened. Does anybody hear what I'm saying? Here's what it says. The power of the devil, then being the power of darkness, means that you and I need to put on the armor of light, having your feet shod. Now, look, look what it says in Ephesians six thirteen. This is the verse following what we just read. This is right here. Verse 12 says, uh, 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 listen, listen to what it says. Here's what it says. Verses Ephesians 6, 10 through 12 says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against rulers of darkness Against spiritual wickedness in high places. This power of darkness. The 13th verse says this. Wherefore take unto you the whole armor of God that you can withstand in the evil day. Having done all to stand, you'll be able to stand. So to disclose your power against darkness is to release the light of God in you. Not just words. See the word of God is the answer for the problem. The Word of God is the solution for the situation. When you have that and you have the revelation, the next step is for you to have the, the uh, effect of the thing. And here's what I'm saying to you this morning. This is what I'm believing. That today is going to be some of you, or at least all of you. I'm believing for everyone watching online or listening today, your hour of release See, some heard me say it. Some heard me say it. Some heard me say it. Some. Oh, I wish you'd get what I'm talking about. God, let me see it. God, let me hear it. God, release it to me. God, make it appear. God, I want to hear your word. God, speak today. And I'm telling you, by the power of the Holy Ghost and in Jesus' name, I believe that today you're going to experience your hour of release. I believe you are long overdue for liberty. Somebody say, I'm going to be liberated." You are born again to enjoy liberty. The Son of God came to set you free and to set you free from all the bondages of hell. The day you were saved was the beginning of the era of your liberty. Come on, somebody. Come on, I have liberty. And if you're not there yet, listen to me. I'm talking about the difference between faking it and being for real. If you're not there yet, it does not mean that it's not truth. It only means that you have resisted or you have not found the way of dealing with resisting forces. Oh, 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 oh. I'm going to say that again because if you didn't get it, you missed it. If you're not there yet, it does not mean that it's not truth. It only means that you have resisted it or you have found a way, You have not found the way of dealing with it. If you're still living in sin and acting like a sinner and everybody says, well, don't worry about it, it's no big deal, everybody sins. It's because you've resisted truth or you've not found the answer for you to live right. You have not accepted the power that makes a difference to change your life. You've not accepted the power that will tell you and help you to keep from going to bed with somebody who's not your wife or your husband. You'll stop going to the crack house because the Holy Ghost comes in the car. You'll take the beer out of your refrigerator. Look, I'm not saying Christians can't drink. I'm saying Christians shouldn't want to. Well, it's okay to drink. I don't know why he would even talk about it. I mean, come on, if I'm going on a cruise, I'm going to go get wind up. I'm going to have 25 margaritas, man. If you're a born-again Christian, there's a power big enough inside of you to keep you from being an alcoholic. A power big enough to stop you from being a liar, a cheat, a thief, a deceiver. There's a power inside of you that the ice. that you'd know the hope. Yes. One of the problems with the church is we've gotten so far away from the power of the Holy Ghost, we don't come to the fire anymore. Amen. We come to a gold, uh, an old fire with just a little bit of simmer on it and the smoke's coming up from wet coal. You and I are to go. He said, I'm going to send the fire. That fire purges, it burns out, it changes, it turns us around, it fixes the problem, it convicts us of our sin. When did we walk away from the power? When did we say it's okay? Just so I feel good, everybody here is going to shout out amen right now. Come on, like I just preached the best words you ever heard. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're supposed to live right. Yeah. Yeah. We're so supposed to ask the Holy Ghost to so burn in us that when I open the door, when I go into grocery stores or I go to Sam's or whatever it is, and I come across the wine section, there is something, I can't even explain it, I don't have a problem with wine, but something happens to me that I, first of all, don't want any of y'all see me by the wine section. Pastor done put his car, he got beer in his car. You ain't never, ever, not on my best day or my worst day, are you ever going to see wine, liquor, beer, and I'll tell you why. I've gotten so close to God and so full of the Holy Spirit that when I walk by it, I reject it. Something happens. I can't expect. Oh, you done got in my business, Pastor. Look, you may have a house full of liquor. I don't really care. I'm not here to condemn you for the liquor you have. But I can tell you this. The more of the light you get, the less adultery you'll commit. The less fornication be in your house. The less pornography be on your computer. The less liquor you go. He said, be not drunk with wine. Where is an in excess? He did not say don't have wine. I get that. But he said real creatures of Christ be being not be 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 being filled so full with the Holy Ghost with light that the darkness is repelled oh if anybody could understand what I'm talking about see our fight is against the darkness of this world Oh, I'm not done. I'm not done. Y'all going to have to hang in there. I'm preaching so good, I need more shouts. I can't help what other preachers preach. And I can't help if this is the last... Look, my shirt's all coming out. Forget it. If you want to go back and sit under nothing, then you'll live without the supernatural. I've seen a lot of people with a lot of money. Tom Brady's got a lot of money. But he just lost his wife. He just lost his kids to another man re- Raising them and growing them up Don't tell me that don't hurt I can ride around with every man Who's been through divorce And before, they, before it's all over we'll Sit down with them and try and tell them You need to do everything in your power To save this marriage You need to do everything in your power I'm Talking about light and darkness See because that works in a marriage If he'll heal your heart He'll heal your marriage And I want to tell them Are you ready for another man not just to sleep with your wife that's nothing what about when they start raising your kids when you drive up to the house and they're going to determine whether you're going to take them for the weekend and i know every man in here loves their wallet and if i was a woman getting a divorce i'd go after every dollar i could get I'd take every red cent. I'd go to court and go after every... I'd make sure I took half his income. And I'd let him know, before you leave me, man, I want you to know right now I'm taking half your money. I'm taking your house. I'm taking your car. I'm taking your peace. I'm taking your kids. Because every man in here love money. I've seen more men turn around about the money thing. You going to take half of my money? Oh <laughs> well, no, we ain't doing the half the money thing. <laughs> Women hear you know what I'm trying to tell you. I'm preaching real, 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 real truth. Yeah. The reason you're not walking in it is because either you've rejected the light or you haven't heard the light. Where did I go with my iPad? You got my iPad? Give me my iPad. You stole it. Why'd you steal my iPad? Thief. (laughs) The armor is light. It simply means that the armor of revelation, listen to this, here it is. Psalm 119, 130. The entrance of thy word gives me light. It giveth the understanding to the simple. As dumb as we are, the entrance of His Word gives me light. That's your seal of authority against the powers of darkness. It's the light. What was redemption for? Why did He redeem me? When He saved you, He raised you up together with him he raised you up together with him Ephesians 2 5 and 6 even when we were dead in sins he quickened us together with Christ by grace are you saved and hath raised us up together with him and made us to sit in heavenly places pay attention when you got saved every person in this room whatever you were wherever you were at He gave you a new seat. You just don't know it. He seated you. Oh, if you only understood what I just said. He seated you somewhere else. Where is that place located? Ephesians 1 20 through 23. Which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him on his own right hand. Far above. (laughs) Oh my goodness. Far above. I want you to say that out loud. Far. You've been seated in heavenly places, far above. What are you above? Far above all. Are you ready? All principalities. Every demon, every spirit, every wicked thing, everything from hell, every demonic type thing, everything that could come from hell itself has been put under your feet because you've been seated. Oh, my Lord. Far above. Far above oh do you understand what i'm saying principalities and powers and might everything that raises his head against you is under your feet because you've been seated far i'm not getting enough shouting yet i'm not getting it yet you've been seated above sin You've been seated above sickness. You've been seated above disease. You've been seated above depression. You've been seated above discouragement. You've been seated above it. You're above it. Let that light come when your body starts acting up. You've been seated above it. Above it. I'm above marital discouragement. I'm above failure. (laughs) Dominion. Every name that is named, not only in this world, but in that which is to come. And he's put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head. I have never gone anywhere without my brain. At least I don't think so. Some of y'all may a thought. Pastor left his brain. I didn't leave it. My head, as a matter of fact, if any sport you play, the first thing they want you to do is look at it. Play baseball, you've got to look at the ball. Football, you've got to look where you're passing it. Motorcycle, don't turn unless you're looking. I did that. And I always tell you on a motorcycle, I bought that motorcycle, never had a lesson. Got on the motorcycle, huge, huge street glide. Beautiful motorcycle. And I had never had any classes. Now when I went to the classes, the guy in the class said, before you make the turn, you have to look around the corner. I put that thing in a ditch. <laughs> Had a burn the size of a pancake on my leg. Had to have people pull it out of the ditch. I still remember I'm down in the ditch and this guy comes up and says, somebody ran you off the road, didn't they? (laughs) Nope. I tried to ride it out of the ditch. Thing was full of cuckaburs and every kind of stinging thing you could find in there. I tried to, I was going to ride it out of the ditch. All I did was terrorize myself. It was just total terror, scratched everywhere. Somebody had to pull me out because I didn't. He's the head. You're not going anywhere with Christ if you've not become the body. Oh my goodness. God, where do you want me to go? Over there. Where do you want me to go? Over there. What do you want me to see? That. He's the head. Listen, let me go ahead. Let me go ahead. I'm almost done. Far above. Not here, but there. This is not a theory. It is a settled thing above. It is the settled way we walk in the supernatural with the light of revelation. This is the foundation of liberty in Christ in redemption. You need redemption of who you are. Who are you in redemption? Far above. If you're not conscious of your new liberty, you will never experience it. Well, I'd write that down. I told you you were liberated. I had a shout, I'm liberated. But if you're not conscious of your liberty... You'll never experience it. It is not here. It is here. The eyes of my understanding. I want his supernatural power. I want his supernatural overcoming. I want his supernatural forgiveness. I want. Because it's mine. I want to understand it. Light. The revelation of the word, light, the revelation of the word, light, the revelation of the word is the master over darkness. Oh, my goodness. It's that we can see it. When we're dealing with the devil, don't make your situation extraordinary. Many of us come in and we make our situations extraordinary. Like we're the only one going through it. When you go through stuff, that's how it feels sometimes. I'm going through this by myself. The only reason that your, your situation can be extraordinary is because your understanding is inadequate. The only reason that your understanding, that your your situation is extraordinary, is because your understanding is inadequate. That's what makes the situation extraordinary. But by this light. I believe you're more than a conqueror. By this light, I believe you're going to establish your liberty. I believe by this light that the end of all oppressions of the devil is going to happen in your life. I want you to say this. I rebuke every oppression, I rebuke every oppression. In, the name of Jesus. in the name of Jesus. The knowledge of the word is your escape from the root of every form of destruction. Hosea 6 says it this way. My people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge because thou hast rejected knowledge, I will reject thee. My people are destroyed. Have you heard anything I said to you today? You understand where I've piled everything at the end of this message? I said if it just went in your ear and it didn't go in your heart, then the light didn't come, but it's the darkness you must destroy. And the thing that will withhold you from doing this is you don't have the right information. You don't have what you need. And you have not heard it. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. The knowledge of the truth is the platform for everlasting liberty. Verse 13 goes on to say this. Therefore, my people are gone into captivity because they have no knowledge. The knowledge of the truth is what has redeemed us. Where redemption has positioned you. Christianity is not a society. It's a spiritual family. You're part of God's family. It takes revelation to provoke reaction. You must know what you must not be in order for you to be what God calls you to be. It is the Word that became light.